you are listening to the Manfulness Podcast. I'm your host, Hamish Kramer. My mission here is to help create a more mindful man, a man that can express himself, can explore a deeper level of himself, become more balanced, become more conscious, and just create a better version of masculinity. I want to help the everyday man explore ideas of personal growth, spirituality, relationships, purpose, and love in a way which is simple, safe, and understandable. So I thank you for listening. So I want to talk today about toxic positivity and I want to share with you when I was first doing the work, when I was first starting to really get deep into personal development, you know, I just got out of a a relationship and I was really wanting to move forward and become a different person. You know, I, I had the realization once I got a coach that a lot of my situation, a lot of the results that I'd had in my life was because of some of the patterns that I was unconsciously doing, you know, the way I was behaving and showing up in relationships, the way I was behaving and showing up in my work, my business and my career with my family, a whole range of things. And I I had realized that all of this was unconscious conditioning habits that I had accumulated over the years. And when I first started working on myself, the first step was actually bringing my attention and bringing my awareness to some of these areas of my life. You know, the feeling that you get when you first realize that you're responsible for your results, it's kind of of a hard pill to swallow, right? Because, you know, for the most part of it, you think that life is happening to you. You think that you've just been dealt with certain cards, you know, life has given you a certain deck to play and, you know, you're just trying to do the best that you can with them. And, you know, in some respects, that's true. You know, some of us are given a certain deck in life. And what I realized through those very beginning sessions was that just because you've given a certain deck, it doesn't mean that you have to play that way and you can really turn things around and change things for the better. And majority of that is in your power. But before that, I really thought that life was unfair and, you know, there were certain pathways that you had to follow and there were certain places that you needed to get to, to be successful and all these kind of, these kind of ideas of identity. And the pathway was hard, right? And it was a a dog eat dog world. But when I had those sessions and I came to those realizations that a lot of this, that where I was in life was because of my patterns my habitual patterns, I was like, fuck. And, you know, it was it was something that I had to kind of sit with and go, oh, that really kind of hurts because I'm looking back at my life and going, if I'd known this then, right, things would be so different. I would have changed things. Who knows who I could have been? So there's a period of grief. There's a period of grief that you go to when you realize it's you. Right? You've been the problem. You've been the main problem to the results in your life, right? Or at least 80% of it. Then what happens is I think once you go through the waves of realization or you go through the waves of grief, you know, then you start to move to kind of this anger. And I was like angry. It's like, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to allow myself to get into this place. I'm going to change my life. And I think that's quite a positive state to be in, right? A lot of people have a lot of negative connotations with anger, but I think it's how anger is directed. 
anger can be directed positively. And, and for me, I, I took that anger and I, I put it into working on myself harder. And I, you know, I, I, I read more books and I took more courses and I, and I, and I coached with a coach one-on-one and like, I really put myself into the work. So I really use that anger and frustration for, for good, for good for me. Um, so that was, that's the next phase, right? I, you, you get angry. And then what happens is I think you start to put the work in and you start to get some results. Things start to change and you get a little bit of success. You get a little bit of, you know, um, you know some achievements come through. You start to, your life starts to get better. Um, things start to fall into place for you, right? And you even get people noticing how your life is changing and they start asking you, hey, man, what did you do? How are you this person? How did you go from where you are, where you were to where you are now? And that's where the spiritual ego kicks in is what I like to call it anyway. And what starts to happen is, and this is what happened with me, I started to get on my high horse and then anybody that would listen, I'd be like, hey, hey, listen, let me tell you what you got to do with your life. You got to do this, this, this. It's all because of your unconscious patterning. You're the problem. You need to take responsibility, blah, 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 blah. And then the next person, and I, even if they didn't ask me, I'd be like, hey, you know what your problem is? This is your problem. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what you need to do to change your life, right? Because look, look. Man, I, I look what I've done. I've changed my life. You can do it too. You should do it. How come you haven't done it yet? Et cetera, et cetera. And, oh, that was a tough period, right? Because a lot of people don't want to hear that. A lot of people don't want to hear, hey, you're the problem. And I really had no skill in coaching people. I had no right to coach people because I had just learned this stuff, right? I had just become aware and realized. And it's almost like you get a little bit of information. You start to understand your life a little bit and things start working for you. And you're like, hey, I'm an expert in this area. Let me tell you how to live your life now. And little did I know that I had no fucking idea, right? I had no idea about life, about other people's lives, about what it really took to be positive and to change your life and to do all the wonderful things that it takes uh, to really become someone. Because like I said before, everyone is dealt with different cards in life, with different upbringings, with different conditionings, with different habits. And just because I had worked out a very small percentage of mine, I somehow realized that um, I now had to take it upon myself to go and help a bunch of other people, right? And how did I go help them? By telling them what they needed to hear, what I thought they needed to hear, and just being like, hey, you just got to be positive. You just got to be happy. You've just got to focus on gratitude and do all these great things in life, and then your life will become better. You'll realize that you were the problem, and it's been your mindset and your thoughts and the way you've been thinking. You've been the problem that's all you got to do. Now you just got to go fix it. And that's not true, right? That's not true. That is such a small, superficial uh, understanding of what it really takes to transform yourself, what it really takes to become a better person. And 
I only had giraffe legs at this stage in my understanding of things, right? I had a very, I had the, the top of the iceberg. I really didn't know how deep it all went. And here I am coaching other people. And now, so many years later, like I'm talking, this is 15, almost 20 years later, I still don't know the whole iceberg, but I have a very deep appreciation for what it really takes for people to change their life. I've seen so many different perspectives. I've been blessed to coach hundreds of people to increase my knowledge over hundreds of courses, uh, heaps of experience that I put to it and knowledge together. Um, and what I've realized is back then I, I didn't know anything. And even today, I still don't know everything, right? But in comparison to who I was 10, 15 years ago, I would literally laugh at myself right now. And the reason why I bring this up is because today I'm really seeing a lot of people in that stage that I was in. They've had a little bit of an awakening moment. They've unraveled one particular pattern in their life. They've you know, started to get a little bit of traction and things are starting to fall into place and they're off preaching about how it is you can change your life, about how all you need to do is be positive and focus on gratitude and have the right mindset and, you know, connect with the universe and align your chakras or whatever whatever it is uh, that they're proclaiming will be the solution to your life. And I don't think that's helpful because that's not the whole iceberg. There's definitely a place for being positive. There's definitely a place for focusing your attention on gratitude and looking at all the positive things and ridding yourself of negative thoughts. Absolutely. But there's a lot of people out there that have suffered from very deep trauma and trauma works very differently in the brain. And it's not the thing that causes the trauma, it's how that person responds to the event which causes that trauma. It's what happens in their body. And what happens in their body is there's a big disconnection, right? There's a disconnect from who they are as a person, from their essence, so to speak. So there's no amount of positive thinking and gratitude thinking that's gonna help you connect and heal that trauma just by being positive. It doesn't work. And it's actually irresponsible for anybody out there, coaches included, to tell you that positive thinking, aligning your fucking chakras or some sort of superficial formula like that will be the solution to your life and all your healing. What I've come to appreciate through the years is that the only way to really change your life, to really uproot those patterns and to make yourself a better person or to become your highest potential is by going back and understanding that trauma. And obviously with the right coach and with the with a qualified person, going back into those darker areas and really processing what happened, processing those traumas. And there's, there's a multiple of modalities that can help you get through that. 
But until that place in you has been reconnected, once that trauma has been brought into the light and it has been held with love and compassion and there's been time for understanding and integration and it's had its ability to be released from the body and it has been has an opportunity to be processed through the mind, then add all the positive thinking, add all the gratitude and affirmations that you love to do. Like, go for it. But that work of going back and sitting with the trauma, bringing it in, understanding it, uh, really understanding the healing of it, um, is really where the work is. And it's not comfortable work. And this is what kind of frustrates me with the whole positive thinking attitude. Because it's easy just to be like, yeah, let's focus on the good things. Let's focus on being grateful for our lives and affirmations and blah, blah, blah. It's, that's not, there's not much work that really needs to go into that, right? What really takes work is looking into those darker areas. What takes work is the day-by-day, moment-by-moment holding of that trauma and sitting with it and unraveling it and processing it and crying the tears and uprooting the beliefs that came about it and, you know, having someone hold you in that space as you literally come apart because you feel like the, the pain will never end or once you open up that Pandora's box that you will never be able to put yourself back together again. That's the fear, right? And it's scary. It's scary. It's almost like you have to have that dark night of the soul. You need to walk through the shit. And as my wife says, you got to get shit on your face and shit on your clothes and you got to walk through that fucking tunnel. It's like before you get to the other end of it. It's like the Shawshank Redemption, right? If anybody hasn't seen that movie, go see it. You have to crawl through that pile of shit. There's no other way. And anything else that you're doing is just, you know, putting deodorant over a, a tunnel full of shit. It's, it's not really going to – it may give you some temporary relief. It may let you get by another day or in the moment, but it's not going to be something that really gets to the root core of the problem. And so this is where positivity can be quite toxic. And I know many other people have spoken on this topic before, but I think there's much to be said on it because I'm really seeing a lot of it going about today. A lot of memes, a lot of quotes, a lot of, you know, Instagram IGs where people are like, just be positive, just align with the universe. And and, and it really frustrates me because... It rem- I guess it reminds me of how that that person that I used to be who was so ignorant to the depth of trauma, to the depth of pain in people, and that these simple little uh, hacks are going to somehow fix all these problems. And I and I and I and I'm sorry, but it's not as simple as that. And and this is a call out to all the coaches out there because I, I feel your excitement and your you know, your drive to want to help people. You know, in the beginning when I first learned this and was telling people, I wanted to help people. I wanted to, I want everybody to be as happy as I was feeling. And I think that's where most people are coming from. 
But the thing is, you have to be able to go into your own trauma and into the darkness of your own self. You have to crawl through those tunnels and you have to cry and purge and really go through that dark night of the soul and come out the other end of it, which is terrifying and scary and exciting and not knowing whether there is going to be light at the end of the tunnel. Like you need to walk that, get to the other side of it before you can even have the audacity to coach or train somebody else, right? You don't get to coach someone on that process without you having walked those that, that road yourself before because what we need to do as coaches is not tell our clients what they need to do. We need to hold their hand and guide them through that so that when they feel those bumps along the road, when they're in the, the depths of their trauma and pain, that we can be there and go, hey, listen, I've been here before. You can do this. Let me help you take the next step. Let me hold your hand. Let me hold space for you. Right? That's a very different coach. It's a very, and that takes a lot. That takes a lot of training. That takes a lot of compassion and inner work for anybody to hold that kind of space for someone so that they can feel confident that you know what you're doing, that you know what it takes to get to the other end of it. That's why they've, you know, contracted you as a coach. So the lesson of all of this is by all means, be positive. Go out there, try and start the day with a positive mindset, but don't ignore the pain and suffering that's there, right? Don't try and cover it up with, you know, affirmations and, you know, cute quotes and all that type of stuff. Find your way of meeting your darkness. Find your way of approaching the trauma that might be in there. Find someone or a mentor that is skilled and competent in guiding people. And how do you know? Because they've got a track record of doing it because they've done it themselves, because they will share with you their stories of being in the depth of it and what it took for them to get through the other side. That's what you want in a coach and that's who you need by your side. So I want to take a moment and thank you so, so much for listening and supporting the Manfulness Podcast. And as my gift to you, I want to let you know that I am giving away my free mini meditation course. Now, meditation has been an absolute game changer for me. It has changed the way I perceive my world. It has made me calmer. It's made me happier. It has influenced my life on so many ways. And I want nothing more than to share my experience of meditation and to hopefully assist and help you take up this beautiful ancient practice and you know receive the benefits of it in your life so if you're interested you can go to my instagram at manfulness men click on the link in my bio and you can get free access to my mini meditation course or simply go to my website www.manfulness.com.au Sign up from there as well. There's four videos. I go through um, how to meditate, how to set yourself up, the benefits of meditation, and there's a bunch of practice meditations inside of there to get you going and to further your skills in this ancient practice. So that's my gift to you. Thank you so much for listening to the Manfulness Podcast and supporting me. 
Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. I would love to hear from you. So please tag me on Instagram at manfulnessmen. Hit me up, DM me. I would also love a review on wherever you've listened to. And please, please subscribe so that you can get more of my updates, more of my podcasts coming through. And if you feel, please share it with another man who you think could benefit from today's episode.